hey Changemaker, a warm, warm welcome back. I am Julia Wicklander, your host for the Hey Changemaker podcast and the founder of Girls Globe. This podcast is a place that is devoted to inspiring and supporting you on your mission as a changemaker. It is a space for conversations with amazing changemakers from around the world who share their stories, expertise, and advice. And I'm so excited about the conversations that are coming up. And I'm really thrilled to share this one with you today. My guest today is Sharon Catherine D'Agostino, an advocate for the empowerment of women and girls and for the human rights of all. Sharon is the founder of the storytelling platform SayItForward.org, co-host of the Power of Stories podcast with Yodit Kifle-Smith, and host of monthly online women's circles. She believes in the power of love, compassion, and gratitude in shaping a kinder, gentler, more compassionate world for all. Sharon, thank you so, so much for joining me. (laughs) It is such a pleasure to have you here on the Hey Changemaker podcast. I'm thrilled to be here always, thrilled to talk with you. And do I love talking to changemakers like you and your listeners, um, but also about how important all of our commitment to change is important for people everywhere. Mm. So it's an exciting topic. Yeah. And when I'm speaking to you, I mean, we can't not talk about the power of stories because that is sort of what I think about when I think about you. And can you just start off by sharing a story of when you realized the power of stories in your own life? I grew up with a lot of aunts. My my mom came from a really big family. And so I grew up with stories because a couple of my aunts were just great storytellers and they were telling stories all the time. And so I didn't realize it then how, how much power there is in stories. But later, when I was a young adult, I realized that a lot of the things that I knew about my mom, who I adored, uh, I didn't know because she told me. I knew because of the stories that other people told me about her. And so I think then as a young adult, I I started to understand stories as a way of connecting, not just with people around us, but also with ourselves and with our place in the world and how how we fit in to our family or our community, or for some of us, even our our, country. And then over time, I became so much more uh, committed to listening to people's stories, having them tell their stories. And especially for the settings where I spent a lot of time where 
maybe <laughs> or definitely often uh, women's voices were shushed. It felt great to um, start to to have women be able to share how whatever stories they wanted to share, however they wanted to share them in their own ways without somebody trying to polish it or edit it or tell them, you know, you really shouldn't be telling that part of your story. So it's been a long journey of loving stories and storytelling and storytellers. Hmm. Yeah. And sayitforward.org is a platform where any woman from anywhere can share her story unedited, um, her story of empowerment to inspire others. And there have been so many stories from around the world that have been shared through that platform. Can you share a little bit about your motivation to why you started sayitforward.org? I, I would love to. And something that I realize when I look back is that there were probably many, many, many things <laughs> that then finally came together and catalyzed the decision to actually do this. Um, but the things that, that are top of mind for me are, first of all, the, the need for a place where anyone could share her story. And while we say it is a place for women and girls to share their stories. And that is my passion because I've seen so many examples over the course of my lives um, or experiences in my life where women couldn't and girls couldn't. Uh, anyone can share a story. So there are stories, there are stories from men, boys, non-binary individuals. There are a lot of stories. Um, from people just want to get their story out there. And the inspiration for me really was mostly driven by the fact that while I believe that every, every single person's story really matters, that if a girl or woman or anyone does not have an affiliation with an organization or a connection with an individual who wants her voice to be out and amplified, she doesn't really have a, a platform. And I wanted to create that platform. So anyone could come to the site, decide what story she wanted to share, share it without anyone else being able to edit it, rate it, judge it, or check how many times it had been been read. It's important to me that women and girls know that whatever they have to say is important. And that one of the ways that we start to find our voice and feel comfortable using our voice is by telling our own story. Yeah. Yeah. And that really just brings me to the question why it's so important to share our own stories. Because, I mean, it, it's, of course, finding our voice, but 
there are so many other benefits and you know positive things that can happen when we share our stories. Do you want to talk a little bit about that that power or that possibility that comes with with um, raising our voice or or you know or sharing our own stories? There are so many, so many reasons why it is important for us to share the stories we want to share. So I always stress this point. This is not about telling stories about experiences you don't want to share. Having said that, sometimes sharing things that have been challenging and that you've overcome or sharing a story about something that you're going through that you haven't figured out to how to overcome can help process. So when I think about sharing, for example, my own story, I realize that whatever I say, I'm hearing too. And so I remind storytellers to recognize that perhaps the most important person that they're talking to is themselves. Because when we describe ourselves in moments where we have overcome fear, where we have overcome limiting beliefs, where we have overcome other people's expectations of who we should be, when we speak that, we have the potential of feeling so much more powerful. So I'm a big fan of sharing stories. Mm. Oh, I love that. I, I love just how how you describe sharing our own stories as a reminder to ourselves um, that we are powerful. And um, yeah, and I think you've been that, you've created that possibility for so many people um, to share their stories. How many stories have been shared so far on the SayItForward.org platform? There, right now, there are about uh, 1,300 stories that have been submitted in writing. There are a number of videos that are there from conferences that um, we attended. And then with Yodit Kifle-Smith, uh, who is the co-host of the Power of Stories podcast, we just published our 50th episode of that that podcast, which is really quite exciting. We have plans to continue. So many, many, many more opportunities for women to tell their stories that way. Also, it's just it's an it's a logical extension. It was Yadid's suggestion that we do it. And it is a logical extension of uh, sayitforward.org and of our intention to be sure that women can tell their stories in their own words. Mm, yeah, I love the Power of Stories podcast. It is, um, yeah, I'm subscribed and I tune into the episodes and they give me so much inspiration. Um, what has the experience of, of those 50, soon 50 plus episodes, um, what has that experience taught you so far? And perhaps also the 1000 plus stories that have been shared on the platform. Um, what experience has that taught you? I learned something from every story and 
also over time, I've learned a lot from the way that women language their experiences, because some of the, the experiences that women have, because of they themselves are so unique, they often feel that they are very alone in what they are experiencing. And what I've certainly recognized from the stories that are submitted on the website, or we'll start there, is that women share their stories so other women can realize that they're not alone because they have felt alone in experiencing the the fears or the oppression or the violence in some cases that they that they have experienced and so i've learned something about how they have gotten through it i've learned something about how women have found this incredible strength in circumstances where they might have been tempted to just give up, but they haven't. And I've also loved reading about the, the way that they express the feelings around accomplishing something, getting through something or over something that they didn't think they could, because it reminds me and I think the people who read the stories of how powerful we really are when we connect with our inner power, our inner wisdom, our inner truth, and do what we, what we know we can do even if we're afraid. So, um, and then from the podcast perspective, I've learned many things also. And one of the things that Yodit and I've talked about is we ask, you know, every conversation is really quite dynamic and quite different, except that we ask one question in every episode. We ask that one question we ask at the end and we ask it every time we've asked it in 50 episodes. The variety of answers to this one question about how we can encourage other women and girls to find their voice and claim their power, it's, it's remarkably different in every, in every single person's uh, exploration of the things that we can do to help each other. And then I, I think the final thing that I would mention of, of what I have learned is that the, whether a story is typed out on, you know, a phone or a laptop and submitted, or whether it's recorded in a podcast that when we connect with what the actual experience is of the storyteller, we find strength in ourselves that sometimes we didn't know we had because we relate to her pain and her triumph, her disappointment 
and then her resilience. We step into her story, even for a very brief story, we step into her story and we're inspired. And I always am. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love I love that. And I, I love what you're saying about how stories just connects us by by making sure making sure that we know that we're not alone um, and how you know how you shared that the women who have shared stories do that a lot for that motivation for others and that empathy that they have for others going through something similar and I think um, yeah and I loved listening to the 50th episode of the Power <laughs> Stories podcast which is an interview with you um, and you have had I mean you share a little bit uh, in the podcast that you've had of course an extensive career in the private sector and you've worked in many male-dominated spaces and um, in the episode you you also share a little bit about some kinds of microaggressions that you've had to endure as a woman, you know, like being interrupted or not being taken seriously. Um, what advice do you have for others, other women who are in a similar position today? Oh, wow. Julia, that is a, that's a big question. So I don't, know how to boil this down to three things but i think that's always a good place to start so the three things that i would say to women who are in in families or organizations or communities where people will not listen to them is first to be courageous and speak up because in those kinds of situations, it is rare that someone else is going to invite you to use your voice and claim your power. So that is the first thing. Recognize the only person that can really help ensure that you get heard and that what you have to say is heard is you. The second thing is Connecting with that part of us, that inner part of us that is not critical <laughs> because when we are in situations where other people may be trying to get us to stop talking or maybe even telling us to stop talking, there's the risk of connecting with that inner critic, that inner voice in us that says, He's right. I shouldn't be saying this. And so I'm reminding all of us, me included, is connect with that voice in you that's saying, I deserve to be heard. I deserve to be heard as much as anyone else who is in this space. Hmm. And the third piece of advice that I have, and I wish this is something that I had understood earlier in my life, and that is, don't second guess yourself after you've spoken up because often we do we judge ourselves i could have said it this way i should have said it that way it would have been more something if i had said that a different way try not to do that 
trying to just be so happy that you spoke up. And if there's some lesson you learn about some way that you would say it differently the next time, then make a note of it. And next time, say it that way. Um, but we can be our own harshest critics. And I believe that's especially true for women. Mm. Oh, thank you for that reminder. And I, I think that self-judgment is something that so easily comes up, whether it is thinking, you know, in hindsight, I should have said something differently or thinking about what, what does everyone think about what I said now, you know, um, I definitely hear that. And I thank you so much for, for that reminder. And, and one of the things that has helped me with um, connecting with that inner voice, connecting with not my inner critic, critic necessarily, but my inner loving voice and the truth about myself has been through the women's circles that you host every month. Uh, where you encourage really unfiltered writing. And um, I would love for you to share a little bit about why you think unfiltered writing is such a powerful tool and also about the women's circles that you host. I would love to. I started hosting women's circles in my local community about 12 years ago now, which is surprising to me, but um, as just a, a place for women to, to gather. And when we were doing them in person, we literally sat in a circle. And with the idea of it not being a sharing circle, except that we we're supporting each other by being in the same space, but in responding to writing prompts in, as you mentioned, unfiltered writing. So you asked me to talk about unfiltered writing. To me, that is a tool that has helped me a great deal throughout much of my um, adult life. And unfiltered writing, or how I think about unfiltered writing, is writing whatever comes up without all of the filters that we often have before we express ourselves. So the, I really shouldn't say that. I can't believe I believe that. What if someone read this? <laughs> Any one of the number of things. And sometimes those, you know, the real fears that come from having someone found a journal when we were an adolescent or even an adult. So I started doing these in person and they, at the time, they were usually about three hours and there were a whole series of questions and women were just writing with listening to a little music in the background and then another writing prompt would, I'd give them another writing prompt. And each circle had a theme. And then the pandemic arrived and we could no longer gather in person. So I started doing them um, via video conference and they grew and so i uh lead two a month the one one theme for the month and two different circles for different time zones and uh they start with a really very brief brief meditation just less than two minutes and then there are usually um, seven or eight writing prompts. And then we close with a very brief ending uh, meditation. And we go about the rest of our day or the rest of our evening, depending on uh, the time zone. And 
many women have given uh, very interesting feedback about the experiences that they have. And I will tell you, Julia, because you, you know, and you've come to many of these, I prepare the writing prompts a day or two before. So I've, I've written the prompts. In the circle, when women are writing, I'm writing too. And I write things that come up for me that would have never occurred to me when I developed the writing prompt. So there's something I believe about being even in a virtual space with a group of women who are all giving themselves this hour just for themselves to explore their own feelings, their own thoughts, and anything that might be keeping them from being the version of themselves that they they know they are. Mm. Yeah. I I love I love the women's circles that you host. I love being there and I I always leave feeling so uplifted um and just so filled with with love and i i think um some of the prompts are really challenging and can really bring up things that i need to work through or but there are also so many prompts that fill me with so much love for myself and just really help me to um to connect with those those positive um positive things that i I know I have, and and um, it's been really helpful, and it's one of the things that I'm um, committing for myself uh, <laughs> to join as many as I can this year because I know how how much it means to me. So I really appreciate that you you continue to host host them and and do so virtually, and that you've expanded now for other time zones and and women across the world to be able to join and tune in. So um, so grateful, um, and. When it comes to storytelling, I mean, this is a podcast about um, for people who are passionate to create change in the world. And and as you know, Girls Globe is, is all about gender equality and human rights and sustainability. And um, how do you think storytelling can support a more peaceful world, uh, support gender equality, human rights and sustainability? I believe with all my heart that storytelling is the most essential way that we connect with our own humanity and with others. And I, I say that because when we, when we share a story, we are inviting whoever is listening or how I think about this is we're inviting whoever's listening to hold our hand and walk with us. And even when we're telling a brief story, we're doing that. And so for change makers, who are very aware of the power of telling stories about their cause, about what they think is important and why it's important and how others can help them. 
make the change that they are seeking to make. I would remind change makers that their own story is important too. That something that I've seen many, many change makers do over many, many years is be so passionate in sharing the stories about their cause that they leave their own humanity out of the story. The why this is important to them, how this became important to them, some aspect of their life that has brought them to their work as a change maker. Because the powerful combination of of a cause that we care about with part of the reason why we care about it makes the story, I believe, much more powerful and also personal so that people, I believe, connect more deeply with it because they're connecting with a person and the person's passion for this. So I think storytelling is an essential an essential part of all of the change that we are making and that we hope to make in the world. Mm. Yeah, I love that. I, I, um, I can't agree more that, you know, connecting with our why and connecting with, with how we got involved and, you know, our own personal story is so powerful. And those are the parts that when I connect with, with new members of, of Girls Globe or, you know, change makers around the world. Um, that is the, the question I usually ask and the things that I'm most interested in hearing about as well. Um, and yeah, I love that. Do you have any, any, anything that you would love to leave our listeners with um, before we end this podcast? I would love to leave them with the thought that they are amazing and that because of who they are, their own experiences and what they've learned, what they've learned through those experiences, that what they bring to the world is totally, completely, importantly unique. And that what they have to say, no one else could say. No one could say it because they don't have the experiences and no one can say it the way that they can in their voice. So I would leave your listeners with this strong, strong, strong belief that they are powerful, that they are amazing, and that every difference that we can make in the world, if, if it's with one person or one small group of person, or even with ourselves, it matters. And it does help make this world of ours better, more compassionate, more loving, fairer, whatever it is that each of us is trying to do we can do it and we are doing it. And your listeners who are change makers, they're making change and it's important because the world needs a lot of positive change, a lot of compassion and a lot of understanding of other people and their points of view and the 
challenges that they're going through and ways that we can help and that they can help us. Thank you so much, Sharon. Thank you for joining me and thank you for sharing so much wisdom and inspiration um, with, with all of us today. You are so welcome, Julia. And thank you so very much for the invitation to talk with you, for also having been a guest twice on the Power of Stories podcast. I know Yodi would want me to thank you um, for that. And also, I, wa I want to thank you for everything that you have done through Girls Globe and through the Girls Globe Network, because what you have built with Girls Globe from a connection with changemakers globally who are making big differences in many places, you've done with this passion for change and being an incredible change maker yourself. So I am cheering for you and for Girls Globe and so grateful that our paths crossed in this lifetime. Mm. Oh, me too. Thank you so much for that encouragement. I'm sending big hugs out to everyone because I do believe that love can travel fast and far. And I wish all of your listeners lots of love in their life. If you are interested in sharing your story, go to sayitforward.org today. And if you want to join an upcoming women's circle hosted by Sharon, you can sign up at girlsglobe.org slash women's circle. That's girlsglobe.org slash women's circle, women's circle in one word. The Power of Stories podcast that Sharon hosts, co-hosts together with Yodit, is released every other Thursday. And for the Thursdays in between, you can join the Power of Stories Twitter chats using hashtag the power of stories. I am so very grateful that you joined me for this special conversation and I'm looking forward to connecting with, with you again next week. Until then, please remember what Sharon said, that your story is powerful and you are powerful change maker.